This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is Aaron McGowan, certified personal trainer and former dog sitter. This is Ryan Stanger, certified personal trainer and shot wolfer. The new found the dumbbells, a comedy fitness podcast, committed to bringing you inspiration, motivation, and sometimes information. Hey, dumbbells, let's get dumb. Let's do it. Let's get dumb. We do every week. Get a little bit dumber every time. Drop off. The intelligence drops off a little bit. Drops off every quick. week. <laughs> like my pool, real quick drop to twelve feet down, and it's. A tough one. <laughs> that is also a brag. I have a pool with a really deep, uh, deep end. So, but it doesn't, come on by. But doesn't oh the the deep end is dropped. It doesn't like lose water. Doesn't lose water. It just drops so fast. You're like casually having a good time, and then bam, you're un underwater all the way. No <laughs> floor to be found. That's cool. It's got to be fixed. <laughs> What are you laughing at? I, I'm I, well. What I'm laughing at is you're going crazy I, over. It. You're just laughing did, at nonsense. <laughs> nothing. I did. I did this last week alone, and the me alone doing the intro is the most horrifying experience. And I'm like, oh, also me doing this intro with you is also a horrifying yeah. experience. Is my brain just like? I just start saying whatever crazy shit I have in my brain, and no one. It should be recorded. I should be alone no, for this I, part, I think you that's know? good. I, I mean, it's better than like a weird written thing, you know, to where you're <laughs> doing some kind of performative thing. Let's introduce our guest. <laughs> for the love of God, yeah. Let's um, do it. She is a writer, actor, comedian, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful friend of both of ours, Tony mm-hmm. Charlene Ramos. Hello. Unmute yourself. Get in here. Yes. <laughs> I'm yes, in. I'm yes. in. Just like friend, the friend of the podcast, uh, done multiple eps. Yeah. Yes. Tony and I have known each other for more than 10 years. Absolutely. Um, and Tony and I have known each other for less than 10 years. Yes. Less but than barely. 10. But barely. Yeah, I would say. <laughs> Tony and I, 13 years, maybe? Something I like would that? say 12 to 13. Yeah, 12 to 13. <laughs> 12 to 13 what was going to be your number uh i was going to do a long pause to try to do the math but uh it just wasn't going to work out so <laughs> I mean, we started performing together um right around when my kid was born yes and he's 12 well before he was born uh, yeah i so. would say a year before he was born so yeah yeah so 13 there yeah 13 13. Wow. I mean, big one, three, the big one time chunks, time chunks up when you get old. Time certainly does chunk up as we all say. (laughs) When you're in phrase, when you're a younger person, it's like, ah, four years is a good amount. Six. But then when you start to get old, you're like, fuck, has it been 13? Yeah. Has it been 20? (laughs) Yeah. 20 years. I listened to a podcast on how that I'm sure you also know, but like how that works of like how you get older and time does like theoretically speed up or in your mind. But yeah, it's, it's Tony's doing hand gestures that are like, I caught a fish this big. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, like, we should make this visual. Yeah, a visual pod. Um, but yeah, it's relative to your age, right? Yeah. So it's, you know, if you've been on the earth for 30 years, then, you know, a year is, you know, different than if you've been on the earth for one year. <laughs> yeah. Year's a huge amount of time. When it's like, when's something going to happen? Oh, it would be like two Sesame Streets and uh, Power Rangers. And it's like, oh my gosh, that's forever. <laughs> that's forever. But then it's what am like. I, fucking Rip Van Winkle? <laughs> what am I? Am I Rip Van Winkle? <laughs> Please. That fucker grew a beard out, fell asleep so long his beard grew. and not, not a lot of attention paid to his nails, but those nails had to grow like the. Guinness Book of World Records guy that had the big curly nails. Unless some animals coming through the woods to do a little nibble, you know, helping him out. Yeah. On the nails? Yeah. What would, who would do that? Like a wolverine or something? A little, a little chipmunk? Yeah, I guess they could. Um, (laughs) Both of y'all silence is very reassuring. I was, here's where my brain and I apologize. I was like, Wolverine, uh, uh, sexy mutant from uh, from X-Men, who is also, um, and then I was like, who's the sexiest (laughs) X-Men? Well, that's a great. Oh, really lost you. Yeah, you went on. The- I, I want to hear that answer. Or I want to hear I'd your love- thought process. Yeah, you don't have to answer it because you may not know yet. But we, you can walk us through, and I'll we, we can. I watch. We can all go for it. Yeah. But I just want to say real quick, uh, we are going to be talking to Tony about the Netflix show Physical One Hundred. Yeah. Um, Yo. So that stay tuned for that. We'll we'll cover Please. it in a little more detail. And uh, it's a Netflix also, show. Which is the sexiest one of those? I started to say, this is going to be, I feel bad. I'm already starting it out as a horned up show, but here we go. No, I want it. Hey, I we're want. getting hornier by the episode. <laughs> Listen, we have to because the younger generation is not horny anymore. So we have to bring oh, horny back. Okay. <laughs> we have to bring it back. <laughs> I think I have they a- They just th- want to study. They don't care about horny. Uh, I have a theory as why, you know, and everything's cringe. Like nobody can be intimate anymore. Like anything that's vulnerable is cringe. Um, But uh, I have a theory as to, to some of the reasons why that could be going on. Uh, It's also good to be, you know, as the old person on the show today um, to talk Mm -hmm. about old people stuff. Um, But (laughs) today and every day, let's yes. (laughs) So let's talk about X-Men now, are you basing this off the movies or the comic books? I, I was thinking of the cartoon when that uh, conversation first happened because I watched was the cartoon. Good. Absolutely, yeah, agreed. Yeah. Um, I liked uh, Cyclops. Yeah, am I thinking like, like horny liked or like just yeah. regular? Uh, no, you're right. Uh, both. Uh, but horny oh, like nice. Um, yeah, <laughs> um, and and also. Um, Hey, Suge, uh, what's her name? Jean Grey. Um, I also was like, she's she's a cutie. She's a, she's a hottie. She's good looking. The, the, the strange thing about the cartoon was they never changed out of their outfits and would wear like clothes over their outfits. <laughs> yeah, that was the... <laughs> but you'd think they would like just wear like some jeans one time. It's like, do you always have to put the fucking suit yeah, on? Yeah, but Christ if sake? you're in that suit, you're in that suit. Um, have you ever... Like, I feel like it's like getting into a wetsuit and it's like, well, if I'm going to be doing some, 
Like if if my job was like later you're going to be in that ocean, you don't know when, you don't know uh, at any time you could be in that ocean. I'm not getting out of that wetsuit. I'm putting jeans you think and shirts over that. Jacques Cousteau was like always like he's doing his shopping <laughs> and he's like Yeah. For sure. <laughs> he's Wait, going to the bank. Tony, you're putting Jeans over a wetsuit. That's your I'm go-to. Saying I mean, if, you- if I think wearing a superhero outfit is like wearing a wetsuit, it's form-fitting. Yeah, it's um, it's hard to get in and out of, but once you're in, you can move around. If they're like, hey, at any time <laughs> you need to be in that ocean. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm keeping that on for sure. But I still have to live my life. Yeah, I'm going to throw on a tank top and uh, some some booty shorts and uh, and call it rock the day. Yeah. The crazy thing is, is in the movies, they'll have like I, Batman comes to mind. They'll have the costumes and they look awesome. Yeah. Like, especially that the first Tim Burton one, like you're like, holy shit, yeah. they made him buff, you know, looking in the costume. But then when you get like behind the scenes, like the reality of it is, it's like he couldn't even fucking go on the toilet. Like he couldn't even stand up. There's no way you could fight crime. He's like, the guy couldn't fucking see, yeah. he couldn't stand up. Everybody's passing out. <laughs> oh <my God>. Yeah. <laughs> oh my Everyone's gosh. passing out. Everyone's passing out. You know, they're, you know, like Bane couldn't breathe with that mask on. Um, not they'll expect to find one of us in the wreckage, oh, brother. Bane, hello, Tom Hardy. Uh, not <laughs> he scared the shit out of me in that movie. Oh, really? really scary. Oh, I loved it. I was, I loved it. Into I, it. That was uh, me too. I showed it to Stone, <laughs> and he almost had to turn it off because Aww. of how well things were going for Bane for so long. He was like, "This is, mm. I can't fucking handle. It's like too much. Like it's like." Also, did he say fuck? No. Oh. What if he yeah. did? Would would you care? I would just tell him not to say it. He's pretty good about it because I say I swear all the time in front of him. Oh, nice. He's allowed to watch anything he wants on TV. Really? I'm just like, you can't repeat this or um or you'll get in trouble and I'll I'll start taking privileges away. Smart. And so he's really good about Whoa. not, you know. Cause like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to censor myself around him just to, to and pretend like he'll never be exposed to bad yeah, words. I'm not going to live my life. Like I have a kid. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Get out of here. Well, oh at a certain point, like what's the fantasy? Because You're my right. dad never swears the words don't exist and I'll never say them. It's like, no, he just needs to know. Yeah. There's a time and a place for that stuff. But I mean, it's crazy. Like we watch everything. We're watching Eastbound and Down right now. <laughs> nice. Well, Stinger. So Squid Game. Yeah. I think about the fact that Stone watched wow. Squid Game, and that reminds me of the the Physical One Hundred thing. When I was like watching it, I was like, "This is like real life Squid Game." I wonder if Stone has watched this. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but- you watched some of them with me. But we we can talk about that. But Aaron, I want to hear your um uh X Man crush. X Men crutch. I crunch. I did not watch it <laughs> to say the work the wrong thing fifty times. X Men crunch. <laughs> <It's> a, what <laughs> crunch? What was the time crunch? Crunk. Crump. crump? <laughs> Never mind. What did he say? God. Uh, meet the clumps. Ah, uh, Krampus. Um, no. So I didn't watch it. Okay, so pull for it. movies then. Hugh Jackman. And I slept through. <laughs> The movies in the theater. I paid to go see it. So you didn't but see what you didn't see one body in the movie. You, you fell asleep. have never Literally. seen one body of X Men. 
We get it. You're too cool for comics, but you may have accidentally I'm not seen Holly like Berry one person. as Storm. Um, <laughs> I mean, Aaron's I've seen like, images I never watched it. The, I fell asleep in the movie. I don't know the what one it guy, is. The Wolverine guy. He is Beast? hot. Oh, okay. oh, oh, Logan. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Is that who the guy? He's in Hugh it? Jackman. Well, Hugh Jackman. Wolverine. Yeah. Hugh yeah, Jackman. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You don't know so Hugh Jackman's hot. name? I think he's hot. Jesus Christ. No, I, I know his name. I just wasn't sure. Then the say it. Then say it if you know his name. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> Crump. Krimmelberg. Um, I like, I think he's hot, but. You, you heard know. it here first. Right. Okay. <laughs> Great answer. I, 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 but I really, I could not tell you another name of any of them. No, wait. There's the guy oh, who was in a wheelchair. Good, Professor X. Yeah, good. Pretend oh like just, my just gosh! To you now. I mean, Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. He's hot, yeah. I uh, hubba hubba. Absolutely. He's he's a hottie for I sure. I saw him do a show at UCB. Yes, uh, when he was doing and one I talk. I call, yeah, call him. just as as good in person. Absolutely. He yeah. he's one of those people that the less you know about him the better though. Really? No. Really? I feel like he love I learned that how much he loves uh uh a uh, pit uh dogs and and he like he does date a, a quite younger woman. Uh yeah. doesn't eat a lot of pizza, but I feel like the more I discover I'm like, okay, great, bring it on. I'm yeah, still in. Just, yeah, I'm still in. <laughs> The, yeah, the 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 girly dates kind of weird. I mean, I think he's nice to his fans in a cool way, and I think he's ultimately a good guy. Okay, but there is a little bit of like mystery when he's like Professor X or Picard yeah. and all these people, and then you're like, and then you're like, oh, you find out like before he booked that he was living on top of a garage in Burbank or something. You're kind of like, no, oh, like but to- that he's like a formally trained actor. Not that I he, believe that you need to or not, but that's interesting. Or what he, is but, that I mean, true? Just, yeah, and you just you just don't want to think about the guy out there slugging away That's at auditions true. and stuff. And it's fine. Like everybody <laughs> has to start somewhere. Yeah. And obviously he's you know, his talent now is matched by his success in a good way. So I'm happy for that. But it's just like you don't want to picture him like fucking, you know, like, you know, going to Chipotle and stuff and like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You don't I'm know me. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. But I, I know Listen. what you mean, like Peter Dinklage, like, or, or all of these origin stories where you're like, we love the success of them, but like to know the peak behind the curtain I, is not as like, yeah, intriguing. I just, there, well, there's a, a fantasy of like, I just want to imagine him like he was doing Shakespeare and reading leather bound books and stuff and hanging out in libraries and then just somehow ended up on Star Trek, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. as opposed to like, you know, <laughs> praying for like a Jack in the Box commercial or something. Stanger! <laughs> My last commercial I, years ago was a Jack and Bus commercial, and boy, did I pray for that commercial. So did I. I've been there too. It's just me. It's like I don't want to see myself in this guy at right, all. Right. I, want the, I want the fantasy to be that you're better. Yeah, it's nothing wrong with you know being a working actor or trying or any of that stuff. It's just I just want to imagine him. For, he was like teaching somewhere or something. Yeah, like, he was like taming elephants that have been wrong yes, or something. Yes. Something just like absolutely <laughs> insanely gorgeous and fun and yeah. Yeah. Yeah, feeding the peanuts. Ugh. Um they love Wait, taking Stinger, the peanuts in yours? their trunk. Yeah. Uh, who's your hot hottie boom body? X-Men? I mean, I think I think Hugh Jackman, I like his version of Wolverine is sexier than the comic, who was like a little was more like a Wolverine. Like he was like a like hairy shouldered little guy. Um 
you Ooh, know, which some more people of a can Canadian. Be into. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but um, so like when he became Wolverine, I was like, oh shit, this guy. But then he got a little too ripped, I think. Have you guys ever uh, wow, hot done uh, those? Like I always look up um, like the superhero workouts or diets. Have oh, you yeah. have you ever tried that? Or we do did. you know any links? Really? I mean, I've listened to every yes. episode. Uh, which one are you talking about? Uh, careful. You're we losing credibility um, by admitting that. Uh, but uh, we uh, we did Chris, Chris Hemsworth's trainer okay um no 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 sorry it was the guy that trained uh scars guard for the northman okay yeah that's what it was yeah did you see him in that like how that was he was the viking no it's like the um it's the it was it came out like maybe like two years ago he got super ripped for it um alexander scars guard i think it was less even than that a year ago maybe yeah, but maybe. online yeah. there is a workout and you all did it. Yeah. So we got an app. Um, the guy came out with an app and that had diet stuff and the workout. And, you know, often the, as is the case with a lot of these things, it was a pretty common sense approach to it. You know? Right. <laughs> I think the guy might've been Australian or something. was like, we had him monitor his calories and increase his protein. You're like, Oh, okay. Wow. Thanks for the fucking magic bullet. Oh, okay. oh, <laughs> right. I could do that. I could yeah. do that. Tried really hard. <laughs> difficult workouts. Very difficult. Um, Ate a bunch of spiders. Yeah. <laughs> we call appetizers. <laughs> Appetizers. Um, God, someone else can do an accent around here. Cause I can't. Uh, neither can we. I so say we can do it. Is it good? <laughs> no, but you can do it. Oh, wait. Wait, Sayer, the last time you were here, you told me to watch Caddyshack. Well, you didn't tell me to watch Caddyshack, but for that awful Irish accent. Yeah. And I did yeah. the next day. And oh, you were right. That accent was unnecessary and oh, so bad. Takes for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it was so bad. I feel oh bad for her because they made her do that. And yeah, why? Well, it's not necessary to the plot at all that her being Irish. I also, it's, do yeah. you know the backstory? Like, did she show up and they're like, hey, we're thinking this? Or they're like, hey, here's a heads up. We're thinking this for this character. Like, I, I read a book about it, uh, the whole making of the movie. You read which a was book it, about the making of the movie? Of I thought Shack. that was a joke, but he sounds serious. No, I'm serious. <laughs> and there was a lot of cool stuff in the book. I mean, I like that movie. It kind of, you know, was one of those formative movies for me. It's I'm reluctant to recommend it to people because it's like, if you maybe didn't grow up with it or kind of love Bill Murray and Chevy yeah. Chase, it's like, who cares, yeah. you know? But, um, yeah. and the movie is not without its problems. But the interesting thing in the book that I pulled was there was... Um, you know, the Lampoon's involvement, they, they, you know, they'd written stuff about like funny stories about these caddy shacks or uh, these uh, caddies. And um, so the whole story was really about the caddies. And then there was kind of the background was the Ty Webb, the Chevy Chase character, the Bill Murray's groundskeeper that would just maybe kind of pop in and out of the story, but it was really about the caddies. And then once they were on set doing the movie, Harold Ramis directing, it was like, who gives a fuck about these like brand new up and coming yeah. actors. It's like, we have fucking all these comedy heavyweights. 
Let's just focus on them. And so like you'll watch the movie and you're kind of like, okay, here's the boring right. story of the golf tournament. Can we please get another scene with Bill Murray or Rodney also, Dangerfield? Also, what a dream to show up and be like... I guess this movie's not about me, am I right? Yeah. Like, to be like, <laughs> or the other thing where it's like, um, I guess this movie isn't about me anymore. Yeah, I know the actors <laughs> yeah. that played the caddies were kind of bummed because they were like, sure. shit, we had this whole thing where it was like this coming of age story about, you know, teens. And, and it got canned. And they were just like, fuck this shit. Horny guy teens, yeah. Um, it's fine. But I remember uh, <laughs> another funny thing in there was they were trying to figure out who to cast in the Rodney Dangerfield role. And he never really acted in movies. And he had a cra crazy kind of like late career, uh, you know, where he, you know, had been kind of like banging away at doing comedy for years and was had essentially walked away from it and was selling like aluminum siding and then kind of got back into it wow. and then became yeah. a mainstay on The Tonight Show. And so like in his fifties or late forties or whatever, he became kind of a household name. And so they're trying to figure out who to cast in it. And they'd seen him on the tonight show and they're like, maybe Rodney Dangerfield. And so like his whole involvement is really funny. And he went over to Orion who was financing the movie and with the producers and stuff and like did cocaine in their office and shit. And like, just, they said like, he just banged out like a full eight ball and did like a fucking, you know, <laughs> a truck size line of cocaine off their desk. And like, it was like, let's make a fucking deal. Fuck and they're like, off. Of course. Sorry, please yeah. continue. And so they're like, holy shit, do we, you know, he showed up in a limousine and stuff and uh, they're like, all right, I guess we're going to use him. And then he would be, um, was so paranoid about like, you know, hitting his marks and hitting all the jokes because he would hire writers and stuff and was such a yeah. precision comedian. It was all punchlines that he would, you know, they'd be like, I'll just try this. And like, if it was anything that was a deviation from what he had written, he couldn't do. Mm. And so, and then they would have to say like, they, it was not like do the scene or do your lines. It was like, okay, now you can do your routine. And then he would just go and then just like, oh, nice hat. It looks good on you, though. You know, all his fucking. Oh, fascinating. I, I didn't yeah. know uh, he worked with such precision. That's also just like the idea of just like dude showing up and being like, hey, let's do coke and hire me is like, God, I would love that. I mean, I but it's Those such a bold, <laughs> I mean, I don't, but I, could you imagine a, a woman or anybody else being like, Hey, I do a bunch of drugs. That means you want me. Right. I also <laughs> no. can't vamp or do any sort of anything other than you can't my do anything. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Be demure. Exactly my lines. Do I have crazy eyes. Um, <laughs> well, no, cause you hear about these, these horrible stories about, um, you know, amazing actors, uh, women getting mistreated and like, like Sean Young or something who was like this giant star. And then they fired her from Batman. And then she tried to do this move because she had been cast in the movie and she got injured on a horse. She yeah. was playing Vicky Vale. And so then she tried to do this move to where she was like, I want to be in the next one. And so she dressed up like Catwoman, which is kind of a cool stunt yeah. to do. It's like, Hey, cast mm -hmm. me and yeah. I'm going to be great. I mean, it she was, was done before, right? What's, or, sorry, what mean? continue, continue. Yeah, and so it was before they cast Michelle Pfeiffer, and so she was just trying to make a case for herself as Catwoman, and it's not like she was just some woman, you know, just a random woman. She was like a giant star for years, mm -hmm. and so, and then yeah. it was like, oh, don't, don't 
don't hire this crazy person. Yeah. Did she like show up on the uh, late night show, like dressed as yeah, Catwoman some, she and did, like did something? Yeah. Did something like that. Yeah. She, sh- it was some, I, it wasn't like one of the, the late night shows, but it was some talk show and she kind of came out as Catwoman and was, you know, and it's like one of those things to where somebody's making a play for it, but you know, you just get dismissed as crazy as opposed to like, Hey, what, you know, what a cool idea or, you know, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Or like, Hey, good, for, good, good for you being bold or vulnerable or I don't know. And that's at least like an idea. Rodney Dangerfield just, Rodney Dangerfield just showed up and did drugs. Yeah. Like that, at least there's a take, but I guess it's like, yeah, does this person have to be on drugs or like this was your Wednesday and you happen to swing by like the. Right. Hey, okay. There's so some funny, funny thing. He's, he said some funny thing. I can't remember what it is. I have to look at the book to tell you guys. But what drugs? Been a couple. Of, but no. But no backstory on the Irish accent. The Irish again. It was like because it was part of like a bigger storyline for the caddies. <clears throat> maybe it made sense that she was an immigrant, and it spe- It spoke to like her and Danny's desperate situation of her being pregnant and having to deal with all that. Um, but you know, once you're on the movie and they're making changes, it might've been like, Hey, we cast this person. Let's just let her speak in her normal. It doesn't matter that she's Irish. Yeah. We're not meeting her family. It, you know, so there may have been some kind of, I, the reason I brought it up is because there may have been some like bigger thing that like got scrapped. Just and then you just have this person, this poor cut. person hanging their ass out doing an accent <laughs> they can't do. <laughs> Hanging their ass out with an accent they can't do uh, for a whole movie. Yeah. I'm told. I'm told. Yeah. Um, amazing. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> let's get into physical 100. Uh, yeah, let's do let's it. Let's talk about some bodies and stuff. Mm. Um, so essentially the premise of this show, if you guys haven't seen it, it's on Netflix. I recommend watching it. Um, we had some listeners write in. And then Tony randomly, we were texting and you were asking me if I was watching it and Aaron was also watching it. So it all kind of lined up Mm -hmm. perfectly for us to do this. But the premise of the show is there's, they take a hundred athletes, um, shows based in Korea, but they have different races and nationalities on the show. It's mostly Korean athletes, but, um, some other folks find their way in there and they compete in a series of events, uh, to show which body, um, is the most perfect. So the, the, the thought behind it, I think being that you get to see how these different people look and it's like, Oh, you may think that like this person looks the most fit, but you're surprised that a person that's built a little bit differently does better in certain events and the events for better or for worse are designed to showcase and highlight different strengths that people might have. Um, and, I think they do a pretty good job of trying to vary the athletes involved. So it's not just a bunch of CrossFit people, which I think is kind of the temptation. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and there's also the CrossFit games, which are interesting. I love watching this, the CrossFit games. Yeah. So, so go ahead. That just came up in another episode recently and we were like, we should, I have, I haven't seen them. So I think it'd be fun because they have like documentaries of every yeah, year. I, I, so I think them. I'm going to get into oh. it. I haven't seen any of the docs. I've seen the games, Aaron, you would actually really like it because it's a lot of yeah. the kind of training you do. Hell yeah. So it's, you know, <laughs> hell yeah. Um, so, uh, 
Right. So you have this show and it's very much a, a kind of reality competition show in the style of like American Idol to where they're really teasing and stretching stuff out. Oh, okay. You know. Uh, in that way, not that there's three judges. Right. A nice one, a medium one, and a mean one. Yes. Not like that. But there's a lot of like um, cinematic tension they try to create. Um, yes. And they stretch things out, you know, in that style, as opposed to just kind of giving you the the raw stats of what's happening and, you know, who's winning versus what. And so so let's get into it. Do you guys, initial thoughts? Um, again, I feel like I'm going to go back a lot of hot bodies. Okay. You're looking, yeah. you're looking <laughs> for some eye candy. You're looking for, I also love, uh, sports documentaries, any sort of like physical thing. I can watch it. Like Ninja Warrior is like, I like, I, I don't want to like necessarily compare it to that, but like the CrossFit games, any sort of like, uh, or sports documentary, but it is, I found it interesting. I'm curious. Uh, yes. Different bodies. Although there were a lot of like crossfitters, but there were like, you know, wrestlers, MMA, I guess I'm just saying what it was and not necessarily my feelings uh, on it. Uh, <laughs> no, but that's, but that's a good thing. Cause that's, that's yeah. important to note, like who we, who we were getting. They, a lot of military folks, mm -hmm. um, there was firefighter. Yeah. Firefighter. There was the cliff rescue mm -hmm. guy or snow rescue guy mm -hmm. who made it really the far. The zombie, the zombie choreographer. Oh yeah. Of, yeah. That, yeah. Zombie, that guy like, really stuck with me. He stuck with me. Ooh. I, I forgot, I forgot about him. Um, I was curious, like what, uh, you guys felt about the p the particular task because I think what I have a problem with sometimes is when it does feed like Ninja Warrior into I think a certain type of like skill set where it's like you have to all around be this when it's like no you really have to have upper body and like maybe a few other things not to say I feel like I'm diminishing the accomplishments of of people who do these things uh, well but it, it, I, no, I was curious I, what you guys felt of the task at hand. I, I agree. That was some of my issue. Mm -hmm. But again, so I, what I did was I put myself in the shoes of the people that were designing the show and it's tough Yeah, because you're, you are right. I mean, there is like, you're like, okay, just, you know, how long you can hang or whatever it is. There's certain stuff to where you're like, oh, this is a little bit limiting. And so I get that they were trying to put a variety in there, but my big critique would be because I don't know what the timing of it was. So like how much time do they get to rest in between stuff? And so, because there's a huge advantage you have if you're, you know, an endurance athlete, because it's like, you can just do okay all the way through, but because you've trained for nothing but endurance, you'll still have a little gas left in the tank at the very end. For, mm -hmm. if you're, if you're limited in how much time you can rest. 100%. I looked that up. I was like, how much time did they have? And I, Ooh. and I got kind of conflicting. I think it was about a month. It depends on like when you got eliminated, but I think it was a month, but it didn't tell me like, this is a very quick search. Uh, it didn't tell me like between <laughs> this event to that event. And sometimes it looked like one person had to go back to back, like in an event, which is like, I don't think mm -hmm. that's fair, but I, I do agree. How do you make it the most 
fair? Like what, when we think about physical things, like, are we talking because there was like some gymnasts that were like, oh, fun, your body can do something this other body can't and vice versa. And like all of these things. Uh, I was curious about that too. How do you, what would I have had? Uh, 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 I, I found it interesting, uh, when they had the mixed gender sort of wrestling for the ball or, or the ball sort of thing where I was like, I, I doing my own probing. I was like, how do I feel about this? Cause sometimes they were like slamming some women in there, but like a lot of them could like hold their own or I don't want to be like, because they were men that that equaled this or what have you. But it was, I was curious about, that or I, I didn't know how I felt about some of those uh, tasks. And, uh, you know, if I was a producer, one <laughs> it would suck. But I was like, <laughs> what would I add to this? Like, what would I what do I feel like it's missing or we could balance like to make the perfect like physical challenge in everything? And also, as it went on, you were like teams or you did some events, but you didn't do others like which I think like. What, were you better at running? So you did like the circle running thing, or are you better at like holding a big boulder uh, above your head? Or I don't know. I'm rambling. Yeah. I mean, uh, no, that, okay. So Somebody the, stop me. that challenge in the, be- in the beginning with like the person getting to go pick who the, who they go against all I just like flashback to being like a kid getting like picked for kickball and or not getting picked, but it was even more pointed than that. Like the men were going up to the women because there were no other men that they felt like they could beat and they would go, okay, you. And then they go into this ring and I would be so pissed if I was one of those women that I would be filled with the rage and then to still lose. Cause I was like, I, I, I don't know that a woman beat a man in there. I don't know. I went back and I like rewatched it. Cause I was like, am I, did I miss it? Um, because I also like, I want to believe that I could, kick a guy's ass if I needed to but also these guys were freaking it, it also I feel like depends on the challenge I I agree where it's like I also don't yeah, want to get absolutely. into this where it's like well that's unfair because it's a woman versus a man and and that equals but I I do when it's like oh I'm an MMA or I'm a professional wrestler going up against uh, a cross feed yeah. a, a cross cross feed <laughs> cross it is CrossFit, the new version. Yeah, CrossFit spinoff. Yeah, let me. I, you are you guys so glad feet. you have me as the person you're talking about this? A CrossFit athlete. Yes, like, yes, I think it, it doesn't matter the gender or whatever, where it's like, well, you're literally picking me up and slamming me down on the ground, which is like, yeah. you're better at this particular thing. Or is it agility where you like have to run around this obstacle course? If you haven't seen, there's like two different courses. One person gets to pick their challenge or the other person I believe gets to pick the course. Right. And it also depends on what, uh, where you scored in like hanging from, um, a bar hanging from the bar in the beginning anyways. But, but yeah, that also felt like, yeah, what are we, I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 I disagree slightly though, Aaron, because I didn't see a ton of guys picking girls. 
And I was well, there wasn't a ton. I was there surprised, ton, and but I, I was upset at the ones that did because fe- they made a thing about I, it. I feel like in America, if you're with oh Americans, boy. it would it would be guys picking girls across the board, like just to win the show. I found that yeah. like there was like an interesting amount of like honor agreed to where they were like you'd see like a little guy and he'd be like, I'm gonna pick the biggest, strongest person here yeah. to see if I can win because I want to honor myself in competition. And I was like holy fucking shit. Like in America, it'd be like, <laughs> I'm going to, you know, I'm technically allowed to pick this mouse. I'm going to fight, you know? And yeah. Just like- <laughs> and I, I like, I like get to do this like on TV and it's okay. Like I, I like yeah. a very predatory, weird sort of thing. I agree. And also anytime a woman picked a man, I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> like, so there were some I, really I, badass I women, like the wrestlers and stuff. Were there like, was a lot of, absolutely t- tough, um, so I thought that was really cool. And I just thought that, I, I don't know if there's a way, I also did like that. It was just kind of open that they didn't, they didn't genderize it to where it was like, yeah. you know, women versus women, men versus men. And, you know, maybe some of the competitions could have been that and some open, you know, I don't know, but I, I get that they were just trying to like, Hey, let's just fucking go for it. And the women seem game for all of it. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. And, but maybe there could have been something specifically in this one to where they were essentially, uh, the, the competition was, it was one-on-one and they had to, uh, there was a giant medicine ball. They had to wrestle each other for the medicine ball. And the person at the end of the time limit, like two minutes that was holding the ball won the event. And there was two different courses that they could choose from. And the courses were, you know, one was essentially just a straight up fight. There was just water like and a nothing mu- else. Like a little mud pit with like, oh, right. Yeah. yeah. And the other one was, had a bunch of like obstacles and stuff. So if you were like really nifty. It looked like a kid's playground a if little bit. If you were yeah, really you could, nifty. Yeah. You could pick the ball up and just kind of run around with it and just climb up cargo ropes and through, you know, like little, it was like discovery zone where kids want to be. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's a discovery zone for really strong people. That's the one that the zombie guy did. And he went freaking bananas. Yeah, he's doing like parkour and shit in there. It was cool. Yes. Oh, I couldn't believe it. I went I went and rewatched that one too because I was like, it's in the first episode. Yeah, he he went up against the Olympian, right? Uh, I, I don't uh, it felt like guy, also this guy really stayed yeah it felt like also at the end they were both like celebrating and like doing their own like I move my bones this way and the other guy would like do <laughs> flips and like yeah. everything what's up bell babies it's Aaron I'm interrupting the episode to talk to you guys about one of our favorite sponsors athletic greens now I started taking Athletic Greens because of being a co-host on the Dumbbells. I have gotten to try a bunch of stuff because of being a uh, podcast person. And Athletic Greens was one I was really excited to get to try because it aligned with kind of the life I was trying to lead, which was healthy, paying attention to, I don't know, getting the good stuff in my body. Um taking care of my body. And so I was really excited. And then Athletic Greens turned out to be an amazing product. So on top of everything else, I got to actually be excited about uh, something we were promoting on the dumbbells. So 
what is Athletic Greens other than, you know, what all the hotties are taking, okay? With one scoop of Athletic Greens, you are getting 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. So this special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your recovery, energy, focus, and aging. All of those things, okay? So I will say, um, you guys know, I talked about it, like I just went on a trip to the deep south and and they their vegetables are like, just not enough. Like what they consider vegetables is not enough for what my body is used to. And I loaded up my suitcase with the travel packs of athletic greens just so I could make sure I am getting some sort of nutrients in my body, even though it was surrounded by lots of barbecue. Now, This um, Athletic Greens is lifestyle friendly. So if you're eating keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, you are okay here. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting good. It's like um, a mild, like tropically flavor. It also supports better sleep quality and recovery. So these are just some of the hot and quick health facts. If you are trying to like take your vitamins, if you're trying to get everything in, maybe you're just like struggling with where to start. Like tons of people take some kind of multivitamin and it is important to choose one with high quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. And AG1 Athletic Greens is a small micro habit with big benefits. So it's the one thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. Now, what does it cost? I could hear it through my computer, okay? It costs you less than $3 a day. So this is cheaper than your cold brew habit. I'll put it on you guys because my cold brew habit is getting so cheap these days. You know, I'm learning. Um, But no, it's actually, and it's cheaper than getting all the different supplements that it provides. Like if you got them all separately, this is cheaper than that. So you're investing in a all-in-one, some would say nutritional insurance. So get after it. If you're like, I want more information, go to Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. Professional athletes are talking about it. Get Just do your research and just know Athletic Greens is a climate-neutral certified company. And in 2020, AG purchased carbon credits that support projects protecting old growth rainforests. And for every purchase, they donate to organizations helping to get nutritious food to kids in need. Okay, so they are helping, including No Kid Hungry here in the U.S. Now, right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash dumbbells. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash dumbbells to take ownership over your health and pick up 
the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Let's get back to the episode. Wait, which one would you guys pick if you had to pick? Oh, fun. Like between those two courses? Between those two courses, yeah. I I I think I would pick the pit. Like I, I as far pit. as like I I think when somebody chases me, <laughs> I get filled with laughter and like I like I I I luckily, gosh, knock on <laughs> I wood, didn't, I, didn't know I haven't. Where yeah, right, <laughs> I know. Um, I um, luckily it hasn't been in a dire situation. I feel like God, I'm now like. Anyways, um, she's knocking on wood everywhere. I know, I know. It makes me very uh, uh, nervous to say it. So I get very like giddy. Feels like a game. It's it gets so in my body of how giddy I get and laugh, and I'm just like filled with it. Um, And also like going up things. I I think my agility is pretty good, but I think if it's like. And I haven't wrestled people in a long time, although I had two older brothers and we would get like physical. Um, Yeah. And some of these challenges would be like, let's wrestle and then we'll worry about the ball. And I feel like sometimes I would do that. I guess it would also depend on my like who I picked or who picked me um, would would be my my goal. But I think I would pick the the pit. The, I, the, th- the thing about the pit that I don't like is wet, <laughs> wet, like slippery. Yeah. Like the, the hit you take in that water and like yeah. after that's cause like I, w- I thought at first I would say the pit, but there's something about this just like, there's so many factors that I think I would actually pick the playground because while there are still a lot of factors, you it feels like you have a little more control physically mm-hmm. and you can still wrestle, but I think that's what I would pick. It would feel a little more strategic on the, on the playground side to me than just like pure body wrestling. Yeah. It, it was fun to see the people being strategic in different ways. Like, like the couple people who just blocked the ball and then like, yes, waited for them to come. And then other people who were just like running around and up and like, you have to kind of like out nifty them as a yes. singer would say, but, um, yeah. uh, what would you do? Um, it was funny to see people like pick the the obstacle course playground one and like run around like crazy and then still lose. You're just like, you look like a fucking asshole. You're like jumping around and like climbing up stuff. And then the person (laughs) just beats you and gets the ball in. It's like, all right. And let me smash my torso with the uh, hammer. It sucks so bad. It's so vulnerable to like try your best and look like a fucking idiot. And somebody just beats you. Uh, Let me, let me throw back another question, uh, you know, for, for your question, is this me in my prime or is this me now? Mm. I'd say I've, you now. Now I would pick just the wrestling pit just because I just can't move the way I used yeah. to. I don't, I don't think I would have any advantage trying to like run around and stuff. If I was, if it was back in like my prime, I would do the obstacle one just because I was a running back. So would you, you know, say that was your ball- prime? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, a hundred, a hundred percent. Because I was just training every day to be good at sports. To be good at a sport. A, a, nice. a sport. But I would Got say him. football, 
pulls a lot in, you know, as far as strength, speed, and endurance. A lot of eye rolls <laughs> happening around here. <laughs> it's not like I was doing fucking cross no, country no, no. or something. I, I, it, it truly is very impressive. I, I know that. Uh, it's, it's not it's not impressive, but it was just what I was doing. Uh, <laughs> it's funny, like I, I mentioned Stone watching Eastbound and Down, and there was we were watching an episode, and um, John Daly, no, uh, Andy Daly plays the principal in that, and he's in the first season, he's talking about how he's training for a triathlon and he tells Danny McBride's character, Kenny Powers, like, hey, you're not the only athlete here. I'm training for a triathlon. And he was like, Kenny Powers, like, I play real sports. I'm not trying to fucking be the best at exercise. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was so funny. Put it on a shirt. But also Maybe. he uh, did baseball, right? Which is. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah it's nothing against baseball, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, a lot of chilling. Um, so, yeah. So just because I, you know, because I would just you know, running with a ball a lot. I would just pick the ball up and run. And I was just good at like staying away from people and knocking people off me, you know, but now I would just have to like, hope I could gut it out, you know, wrestling, I guess. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no. you, Tony, you talked about vulnerability, you know, before when I was like, um, you know, more mobile and um, fit and everything, I would think like, Oh, I wonder how I would do in this. And now I'm just like thinking like, Ooh, I would not want to be on TV having to do this at all. I couldn't. Here's here's where I would 100% sign up and get a taste of my own little medicine. I but I would love to try. It's like every time I think I've mentioned this before when they have the Olympics. I would love if they had an average person in the pool. Yes, or where you can track them because it's so impressive, but also I have such like, not necessarily an ego. I'm just like excited to, I I'm fine to try and fail. Like it, it, it's fine. And, That's good. and growing up, they at, call that a, a white belt mentality, which is good. <laughs> yeah. S- seriously to where it's like, you're just open to like, you know, like, Hey, I'm, I'm fine. If I'm bad at this, I want to try it. And I want to f- see if I can get better. Yeah. And athletically I'm still sometimes in like, high school where I'm like, oh, I could do that. And then I'm like, are you kidding me? You ran to a stop sign and you're like gassed and like, but I'm like, <laughs> oh, put me in coach. I got this. And then I'm like, yeah. like, that's why I have like scars on my legs because of like box jumps that I'm like 50 in a row. But got it. Like proving Aaron nothing to speak nobody. To this. Tony's a badass, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, Tony's a badass. That's very sweet, like, but strong. Yeah, you really and, are. Like, yeah. And and doing shit and like going for it and hitting you know PRs and all that kind of stuff. So you know, well, I can speak to it. It's true. How about that? Speaking of box jumps, there is a little segment where it's like in between, um, like a couple of the competitions, like the winners go into the winner room, Mm. and then it takes eighteen seconds before somebody's like, "Who wants to compete?" Oh, that's right. Yeah. And they stack the mats, those little like, I don't know, the floor mats. They stack them up really high. And then they're like, well, medium high in the beginning. And they're like, let's see, you know, let's all like do a box jump essentially on this like padding. So they start doing it. And at first somebody says like really sweetly, like only do this if you've never had a bad experience. That's like someone says that. And then 
like the next person goes, wouldn't it be hilarious if someone couldn't do this? And I was like, wow, whiplash. Here we go. But so everyone's going through and then they're like, let's make it taller. So then they make it taller. Then they make it taller again. And then it was like 112 centimeters, which anybody know what that is? It's impossible to do feet. the math on yeah, that. It's like knows. might as well be 800 There's feet. no way. Absolutely this not. Guy, the guy with the huge, huge, like he has tattoos, but he has the biggest legs. Okay, it's so like tattoos don't equal small legs. <laughs> Sorry, tattoos equal the biggest legs you've ever seen. How to match? He is. He has. He has like a little cute nose when he laughs. Anyways, <laughs> he goes first and he jumps. It's like taller than he is tall. Like it's like. So is it the high. bodybuilder guy that came with his the girlfriend and boyfriend couple that are bodybuilders? Oh my gosh! Or, is, or was it the MMA couple. guy that was? I don't. You know, forty eight. It might have been the boyfriend girlfriend guy. I don't know, but the, he sat it, down next to a girl and she was like, "That was so cute," and I was like, "Ooh, are they romantic?" But so maybe that was that are guy. I'll, I'll look it up. But it was like I, I couldn't believe it how high this man jumped, and I it, loved. He it surprised and hated me. Bec- it. It's he surprised me because you think that like bodybuilders just their muscles look good, but they can't do anything physically, and he actually lasted a fair amount of time in the show. Absolutely. He was a big dude. Like sometimes you like can be like, you're not yeah. nimble or you have, you know, again, strength and weaknesses. But I agree that guy was very like, whoa, you can do a lot. You have a lot more of a range or can do a lot, a lot of things. I would say surprisingly, nobody really embarrassed themselves. They did a good job picking people, you know, that were at least did okay. Like nobody had like, oh God, this, I feel awful for this person. You know, they, Win or lose, everybody, you know, didn't totally humiliate themselves. Yeah. (laughs) You can clearly see what's on my mind. Just worry about being embarrassed. Again, (laughs) sign me up. I would be so aggressively (laughs) humiliated. I would be aggressively confident and humiliated. How about walking into a room where you have to find your torso in a, in a, in a, in a yeah, so we, we kind of buried the lead on this. We should say that like the symbolic thing that happens if you're yes. eliminated is they have like, they have these plaster busts of everybody's physique without their fate heads on it. Yeah. Cause again, it's all about the body, like which body, you know, is the best for performance. Yeah. yeah. And so it's, it is cool to see because everybody's body is beautiful in a different way. And, mm-hmm. you know, some people are really conventionally kind of ripped and other people, you know, are athletic in different looking ways. And so if you're eliminated, you have to take a hammer and smash your bust. And so, but yeah, when you first is, walk in, you have to find your, Find yours. Uh, uh, among a hundred others and like walk yeah. up to different bodies. But yeah, that is. You'd be like, I know those titties. <laughs> I, yeah, know, I those know those things anywhere. Tits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's I mean, not my best. <laughs> <laughs> I just know them. I just um, know them. Know them and I love them. <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean, just like, line up. just like imagine that, like, but like for like the comedy community. What a fun time. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh. Honestly, <laughs> seen a lot of shirtless, bottomless uh, uh, men. Yeah, Some point. women, but <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I might be able. Tony to- and I were at UCB in the early days, yeah, and like the people wild, were taking shits on the stage. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, your dick too! Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> but I yeah. really was oh, the, excited. Yeah, a lot of you know, cock showing and drugs <laughs> on stage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Well, now it's owned by like some weird corporation or something, right? I work there. I think it's Uh owned by whatever corporation (laughs) is fine. It's like weird, but you you look at like what they own and they like, they own like 10 steak restaurants. The Dodger. Yeah. Part of like a big sports company. Um, Yeah. yeah. You're like, hmm. Uh, Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Strange it is. If you guys, if you guys watched, where would you, if you had to smash your own chest, mm-hmm. where where would you? Do, what would you do? It's like some people are hitting the shoulder, eh. some people abs. What would you do? It was, I will say, a little bit kind of a, a, a detour here, but it was funny sometimes when it's like big and strong, and then you have to like smash your busk, and then it would be like <laughs> the littlest. Smash. It, yeah, it wouldn't like crumble quite the way you, quite the way you would you would think. I think I'm going for that middle. Hollow, middle, crumble. Yeah. I would so want to. So you're, you're doing like strategically what would be the best place to break it. And I think, yeah. Aaron, you're, are you asking more like what you would do just psychologically? No, I'm talking where are you hitting that? Where are you hitting? Hitting that middle. There's nothing in the middle. Because everyone was going for the shoulder. I think that's why yeah. I was like watching it. And I was like, why are you going for the shoulder? I did like the guy. Save it the- for another day? There was like a really big guy who was like kind of the strong man in the competition mm-hmm. that made it all the way to the end. He was the top five, maybe the top three or something. And he got, he lost on where they had to flip all those fucking squares over. Mm-hmm. He was just like too tired at the end. But he was like a big guy and he was cool because he had like a regular job, but was just like a power lifter. I think he like maybe owned a, like a, a car dealership or something. Mm. But anyway, like he, when he got eliminated, he was like, I'm, I'm going, I'm hitting my stomach. Yeah. He's maybe yeah. You know, self-conscious. He's like, fuck this. I'm, you know, I'm going <laughs> to go for the stomach. I'm, you know. I'm doing it. Uh, would you guys add in, not to change subjects, but would you, would you add in some sort of agility that would be like, or mobility, like I'm trying to think of different workouts that you could add that flexibility, would like, like some kind of yoga thing or something. I, I guess, like it, I know, like y- you want endurance, you want like literally being able to physically do something. I, I, I guess I'm just trying to open up, like what else uh, a body cause capable, uh, like what we idealize as like. Um, a nice I, physical sort of. Do, do you have any added things that you would add into physical? Are you are a, you working a, for this season two? Uh, not yet. I need <laughs> ideas. You tell me ideas, and I'm gonna see if I can get in there. God, I would meeting. love that. Hachimachi. Uh I think um, I think that's a great question. I'll I'll add a little bit to it. I didn't love the. Um, I didn't love all the events they picked. Um, I thought they were interesting to watch, but I was like, is this really showing us what these bodies can do? Cause I felt like there was some people that just kind of got lucky and hung in the middle all the way through. And then they like made it to the end, like the luge guy that made it all the way to the end. I'm like, this fucking guy made it all. Yeah. Like, was he really dominating in anything ever? Mm-hmm. Which I guess is part of the game. And then two, um, I agree that like, just overall flexibility and mobility is a huge part of fit, fitness and having a perfect body that was not represented at all. And three, I felt like the strengths and advantages that a lot of the women women could have were underserved. Thank um, you. Agree. I, I do agree with that. Yeah. 
And so I think there's, and it's not any, I don't think it would be a compromise in any way. It's just like, look, just naturally based on having this woman's body, she would be really good at this. Um, and it would be a way to see that. And it's part of having this perfect body that we didn't get to see at all in the show. Now, what, what what I can, what that would be, I don't know yet. You know, like I'd have to think on it a little bit, Mm -hmm. you know? Well, like, you know, like how they did like the people that got to come back and they had to like hold like 40% of their body weight up in the air, whatever. But I think that like that element of like a percentage of your body weight, um, like not necessarily doing the one-on-one like men versus women, but like a percentage of you like kind of like going against yourself and some of that stuff could actually be helpful for, for everyone and kind of like show a more balanced. um, Well, I mean, it's, I I agree. And it's like, we're kind of tiptoeing around because you just don't want to say stuff like, this would be better and easier for women. It's not that we're, I'm not fucking saying that at all. It's like, I agree. Like some kind of percentage in body weight does show an overall level of fitness. And women oftentimes have really strong legs and you lose a little bit in upper body because of testosterone. And so like holding something over your head is, you know, they can have that, but then also they should do something like to where it's like, Hey, a percentage of your weight that you have to use your legs for, that could be something that you, you'd really see and you'd be blown away by what the, like what a lot of women were able to do, you know, and having, and having like really strong legs. Yeah. And so you lose some of that. I don't know. And the balance I, element is another one that is yeah. like, uh, they used a little bit, right. It wasn't like a ton. Yeah. But like the bridge or like some other things. Yeah. But it's just kind of, it was part of that bigger, team event too, to where mm-hmm. they had to keep running across this bridge. It wasn't like just who has the best balance. You know, you didn't really get to see that. Yeah. Uh, and right? I think to me that would be, cause with the mobility it's, or like kind of like the flexibility side, it's a little harder to like gamify, I think. Yeah. Like the, what, what is the entertainment value or how do we package this in a, in a way that is also, cause we're feeding two sort of like things. Well, I think that they kind of made too many sacrifices for what they quote unquote think would be entertaining. Mm. Um, You know, cause it was like, there's some, I'm sure they're just thinking like, Hey, let's just crank this out. We'll show the show. And this is the event, but I need to know more of the specs. It's like, like we were talking about earlier, like tell me exactly how much time they're getting to rest. Mm -hmm. Tell me how they're hydrating Mm -hmm. and tell me, you know, so even if it is no time to rest, like, I don't think it would be boring to know that I would, I'm, I was interested in One. wondering about the whole time. Yeah. yeah. And when they put them in these rooms with like all this protein powder and all these things, it's yes. like, what are we doing? What are we? I, I, I think that's why like some of these CrossFit like documentaries, although they don't go too much into it, but I want those like in between what, are, yeah. uh, like, what is our rest? What are, are we doing a Theragun? Are we doing like yes. protein powders? Like get, give me all that like yeah. nitty uh, gritty, like, so to speak. I really am into those like s- particular specifics that are just like washed over of, of like a bunch of talk or a bunch of this, which isn't bad, but I, I want more of that like athletic, like, each athlete kind of how they, where do they sleep? Do they go home? Are they all in a hotel? Are they like, like what, what, what is this? Totally. I'm totally with you, Tony. And like, I, you know, it would be cool, 
you know, and this is like, uh, you know, obviously very expensive, but if these guys went to like a campus mm-hmm. and, and then they, they had access to physical therapy, hyperbaric chambers, different kinds of nutrition, wow. they could do all of it or none of it. Yeah. And then you see like, oh, okay. The Olympic um, gymnast decided to do the hyperbaric chamber every single night, did physical therapy and cold plunge. And he did this well. And like the, you know, car salesman, strong man, Ate a bunch of shit. Ate a bunch of cars. Know, <laughs> yeah. Ate a bunch of cars. Drank, drank a, bunch a bunch of gas. Of gas. <laughs> yeah. Drank gasoline. Turned into a transformer. Uh, Loved it. Uh, or what? You know, whatever it is. Or people that did half, and then you see like how that fares in the competition. Yeah. How much protein are you drinking? Are you doing the the compression thing? Like I I love mm. all of that stuff. And yes, if it is re- readily available, because it might be available to some athletes versus versus not. Speaking of cold plunge, um, do you guys cold plunge? Ooh. I- I do. I haven't recently, but I'm getting a setup for the house. Whoa! The oh, wow. fun! Yeah. Wow, your In house is fucking rocks. <laughs> yeah, so I, I have a sauna already, people know. I got it through Nordic Sauna. Yeah. Um, and then I'm going to get a cold plunge out there. But I was waiting on that because it, the the waterway seemed ridiculous to me. I was like, I can't, I couldn't justify filling a barrel every yeah. two days. You're right. And just like, and then just like dumping. Yeah. Gallons of water out. Do you have, have to dump it? You, well, I mean, if you're not, if it's not, so this is, this is a solve to it. There's ones now that can be outdoors that are filtered. And so you can have the same water for up to six months. Okay. Oh, um, I've okay. been going in my pool. Am I like doing I know, this I was the like, wrong way? I was like, <laughs> no, no, not work. Oh, no, okay. not at all. No. The pool's fine because you have a filtration system in your pool and you treat it with chemicals and all that stuff. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I see. Yeah. So it's not like stagnant water where it's collecting things is what you're Yeah. Saying. I mean, just like look at the rain and you have like water in your trash can. Do you want to fucking jump in there every day? Absolutely. Wow. <laughs> what a paint a picture. Absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah. So now they have ones that like have like a built-in filtration system on there um, that are you know, that you can cool down. You don't have to get a bunch of ice for, you know, again, it was oh, like one cool. logistics and then two, um, the water waste. Yeah. So I needed to wait till they came up with something. And so now I'm looking at like two different models, um, different companies. And I think I found the one I like. I just want to do a little more research. On also it. get a sponsor. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah. you, oh, yeah. you believe in the, the science of it from what you yeah. know. Great. Absolutely. You just got to be careful in your timing. I did the in comedy and in life, you know, <laughs> absolutely. But it can, if, it can affect the, uh, it can negatively affect, um, hypertrophy. Oh if you no, do it I do. I do zero research. Pro- sorry, please continue. <laughs> if you do it when, so if you do it immediately after a workout, it's good in the sense that like, you're going to address some inflammation, um, and, and maybe improve recovery, but it also diminishes the positive effect you get from weight training. So if you're trying to make gains, strength gains, um, you need to do it five or six hours after weight training or before. If you do it before, it's fine. Oh, okay. Well, I'm waking yeah. up. I'm not doing cardio or rate weight training for a while. That's okay. Cardio is fine, uh, but you're doing it right when you wake up. 
No, I'm just saying. <laughs> That's the best time to do it. Like right in the morning when you wake up is actually really good. Okay. I- um, and you also like from like a chemical response, you get like a huge, huge dopamine response from it. Um, which, and it's like, uh, you get like, like a massive increase in dopamine on the level that you get from drugs. But the problem with drugs is, um, nothing, you know, if you're like in the Orion, um, uh, screening room and you're meeting a bunch of studio executives and you're Rodney Dangerfield and you do a fucking chunky rail of cocaine. The problem is you're going to get cast. <laughs> you're going to you're make you're gonna a movie. Money. You're going to you, get You fame. do this fucking big rail of uh, Bolivian bingo dust right in, front, <laughs> right in front of a bunch of fucking studio execs. You, the problem is that dopamine rush you get drops off immediately and then you get like a lull. And so then you need kind of the... Um, you need the the cocaine again to jack it back up. But if you're getting it through cold plunge, it's like it lasts hours, hours. Yeah. And then you get Ow. like a natural drop off. And so they they recommend it for like people with depression issues and all this stuff. And so, you know, anything you can do to like increase that dopamine in a positive way that lasts is hugely beneficial. Are you... Um, Will you be Go going from sauna to cold plunge to sauna yes. to cold plunge? So you can go back and forth. I tend to use sauna more for, um, I time it up with, uh, with, um, my cardio. And so like I'll do high intensity cardio and then go right into the sauna to kind of keep the hormetic stress going. What's your, um, what's your, uh, what's your hit exercise? The one I've been talking about with Aaron that I've been doing is I'll do all different kinds, but what I've been trying to do recently has been this, um, four by f- four by three. Uh, so I do, it's 40 minutes total. I do a 10 minute warm up, and then I do four minutes at 85% of my maximum heart rate or above, and then three minute recovery in the 75% range. And then four minutes jacked back up again three minute recovery. And I do that. Uh, I do, I do it four cycles and it takes, and then with a five minute cool down, that takes 40 minutes. What, and what is your, uh, and if you've already answered this on the pod, we could skip it, but what is your cardio? Are are you, you're not running or, or are you boxing? I'm doing a stationary bike. Stationary bike. Okay. Gotcha. Not Peloton. I'm doing Peloton. Okay. But you could do it on, you could do it on anything. Peloton. I just use the, um, like the open-ended, just ride thing. Um, yeah, know, you, I do the can, just ride a lot too. Yeah. So it's just like, if you get kind of bored with the teachers or whatever, you can use it. I just use it for the metrics so I can, and I, I find that the stationary bike, if you're trying to be like really precise on these heart rate zones is good because you can like very easily control the tension on the bike and see your RPMs. Um, you could still do it running outside and all that. It's just harder to like, you're looking at your fucking heart rate yeah. monitor and trying to see like, Oh, where am I? <laughs> and then you're running out of like real estate and there's people in front of you and you're in like a fucking, you're on get a hit cycle. And you're way. like, get the fuck out of my way. I got to maintain 85%. Uh, yeah. I'm the opposite. I got a, I got something that goes on my bike where I can set my laptop on and I watch uh, TV <laughs> and I, well, I think oh God, battle my legs. <laughs> <laughs> I think anything you're doing to show up is the most important. So you can be attendance is attendance always wins. 
So you can be, you know, you can use all the bells and whistles. You can, you know, use all the, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this kind of programming. It doesn't matter if you don't show up. So if it's fucking watching office reruns, you know, while you Hell slowly yeah. pedal on the bike, do it. <laughs> hey, because, you got it. Yeah. Because <laughs> a, small, a small percentage of something is better than 100% of nothing always and forever. And you make those shots. Yeah. That's a Michael Scott quote. So nice. <laughs> I did. The, uh, yeah. The so and I'm using like time at this okay. one place and it was really cool. And I feel some, it feels, felt, am- it feels amazing, amazing, right? Yes. Yeah. I felt amazing after, but I could only get, I couldn't get higher than my belly button. Like I was, it was so the lady was like, it takes some time. You have to like get used to it a little bit, but the pool idea is really, cause it's not as cold. So I could just, Jump in there. It's not heated. It's freaking cold as hell. Yeah, but it's it's a, right. It gets it still yeah. gets like really uh, cold. Uh, I hate the cold, and and like yeah. hearing this is always like for me like fuck off. Uh, but <laughs> trying it, I was like, okay, it's uncomfortable for a little bit. And again, I'll like even in this weather right now, I'll be wearing a snow jacket outside. I hate the cold, but. Yeah. It does like really uh, for me is like, oh, this is great. And and after a little bit, things I think go numb <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> it's okay. Uh, and I uh, really enjoy it. And I know that's a very like privilege of like jump in your pool. But like, uh, I agree. Like people the could do it in their showers. Yes. I, I started doing that too. Like if I, if I can't do that and I'm getting ready for the day, I'll take a cold shower. And I feel also um, like a badass. Cause I'm like, Oh, I can handle this. Like a, a cold shower. Mm. Whereas before I'm like, f- forget about it. Like I, I won't bathe. <laughs> I, I think you're right. I think it's important. We, and I talked about it a lot with sauna stuff is that we, um, and you know, people wonder why this has kind of emerged in popularity, you know, outside of like whatever data points or science that's coming out behind it. It's tough to really draw any kind of causality out of these observational studies, but they have, you know, they've done some, you know, testing on what chemicals they can find in your body, you know, post doing this kind of stuff. But I think if you're looking at like the quote unquote bro science of it all, I think it's important to do hard things. And I think that as a, a you know, for whatever that does for you mentally. So Tony, you said making you feel like a badass or, you know, you know, like you accomplished something. If you're like dreading, like, Oh, I do not want to turn the shower to cold but you know what? I'm going to do it and I'm going to force myself to stay in here for a minute. And then that starts to become like some kind of analogy that you can live by. Like, that's, ah, I can do it. Yeah. It's fine. You- I'm not going to die. Mm-hmm. Um, two there, you know, we used to have to be uncomfortable a lot. And now we go from our refrigerated houses to our refrigerated cars, to our refrigerated workplaces, <laughs> to where we're completely controlling all climate and in the environment in every way. And we lose whatever positive benefit our bodies got from being a little bit uncomfortable. So like having to deal with a little bit of heat, having to deal with a little bit of cold, there's all kinds of shit that happens to your body to reward you for enduring that stuff. Otherwise it wouldn't be worth living. And so I think, you know, and also being uncomfortable with exercise, Mm -hmm. um, and forcing yourself to go through that. And so that has completely gone away because we, you know, sit at, we sit down all day and we never challenge ourselves with any kind of physical climate. And so we lost whatever benefit we were getting from that. And so I think that like, if you can artificially, you know, put that back into your life in some respects, 
you're going to yield some positive results from it, I think. Yeah, I think in the world, you know, we live in, there's a lot of like uncomfortable or it sucks or like why be uncomfortable when so many things are going on. But I do agree where it's like, oh, yeah, it's it's going to be okay in a way that like physically where I'm like, why do it? I, this is, yeah, why put myself through that if I don't have to? That's why I'm glad I live in this <laughs> like right, now because I time. have that. But I, I do get that I have felt those uh, rewards and the, and and that other side of it mentally, physically, that is is nice to to have. Yeah, I mean, I look, I I don't mean to undermine or minimize an existential crisis that all <laughs> yes. of us are going through, and also, you know, it's it's relative to to what you're up against, you know, in the world based on privilege and based on yeah. access and all that shit, but. This is a dumb fitness podcast. Yes, I know. I know. We are, so it's if you always are listening caveat, to this, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, you probably, you know, you could probably benefit from, you know, making yourself uncomfortable with some exercise. Um, and, you know, and I say that only, it's not like any kind of like, you need to be fucking tough, dude. It's not even about that at all. It's about hacking whatever little benefits you can get from it. And so if it's going to make you in the long term feel more happy or more comfortable or more positive, do it. You know, why not, why not feel as good as you can feel, you know? And if that means, you know, turning the shower to cold for 30 seconds and you get a little juice from that, might as well, you know, get a little juice, get a little juice. Now, what bodies do you guys find the most attractive? Oh my God. (laughs) This is how this started. Oh my God. We promised horny. Any, uh, honestly, a, a lot. There's a big range for me. Uh, what I, lights you up these days? These days, I mean, um, okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, a physical 100, of course. Like, uh, but I will say there were like different types of bodies. You know, maybe not a huge scope, um, but those are always nice. Uh, uh, to look at, I, I will, I feel like I've mentioned this before. I feel like Lizzo is also like lovely, uh, uh to look at. I, I have, I feel like I have a wide range of like, uh, body. I, if we're, if we're scoping my Instagram, uh, suggest page, <laughs> there's a lot of strong men and women <laughs> that show up that are like very muscly, probably more muscly than the average person might like, or the com- conventional uh, uh, maybe a person, but I mean, have you been, have you always been into like really muscly or has that been a a recent development? Um, I wouldn't say it's recent. I feel like either biologically or by conditioning, like muscles are like hot, (laughs) uh, hot to try. I will say like, (laughs) if I'm going back to high school, I liked really scrawny, Like, um, uh, people, but, um, but I will say like, uh, muscly has always been like a, a a woman or a man with muscles. I feel like man, of course, but like, it's always like, oh, women with muscles is like, well, where I, I've always appreciated like, oh, strong. Like that is like something also with doing weights, uh, for myself, I haven't been scared of like, oh, I'll get too bulky. Although I feel like I have like, and this could be my own either 
how I do see myself or how I assume people see me, where I, I feel like I have wider shoulders or I feel like maybe I could look a bit more uh, 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 a bulkier, but like muscles don't necessarily scare me as much as maybe it used to. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, top to bottom physical 100 is just like, uh, I mean, have like a favorite hot person. I mean, 100. I mean, the, 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 the older hottie, um, what is the MMA guy? Yeah. The MMA guy. I mean, I follow him on Instagram, perving out a little bit. Sure. Um, he's, he's, and he's kind of who they sold it. Like it's his chest on the, um, the art, you know, yeah. he's got like a great, like, you know, classic kind of strong man, like well-developed chest with high chest separation yeah. and like, he's just ripped and it's, it's athletic ripped because it's all built from training, you know, to, to fight in competition. It's not just like bodybuilder. Yeah. Like uh, exactly. Or, or, or if I'm thinking about the the couple that did come on, the guy with like the tattoos mm-hmm. and the big muscles was just like, I mean, it's hard to find a, uh, yeah, that that whole show is just eye candy. A <laughs> hundred, oh shoot, hundred. There are, I mean, there's tons of cuties on the show for sure. sure. I mean, you're, you're covered. Whatever you're into, you're covered on the show. It's who is that? Okay, do you guys remember for, he got eliminated in that ball challenge? But he was Is that the a, Olympic gymnast? No, he was a, a smaller guy, which is not bad, but not who I'm thinking of. Or wait, what are you saying? The guy Maybe I'm, I should I should have let Aaron finish. It's okay. I, like I got it, I got it, I got it. Got it. <laughs> the Olympic gymnast! You're just like, what the okay, fuck we know are you saying? He had the like? rings. Um, <laughs> Stinger loves him. Um no, it's he was, was it was in the Sisyphus was, challenge. The guy who was um he was a farmer. And he guarded jail people. Yes. Oh, so yes. he's a CO. He is. <laughs> he's I, the hottest man I've ever agreed, seen. I agreed. Agreed. In love One. with him. He was a big, and he so seemed so upset. friendly. Yes, he see, he was such a sweet guy. He was like his body was insane, and then he had like a sweet persona. Yeah, disposition. I was. Like- I was like. Good God, man, this is who I want to marry and I'm married. So I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> I I agree. Maybe I'm thinking of a farmer because there was, all, but I know exactly oh, there was who too. you're talking about. And he was so sweet, but he was, he felt like a monster man. He was just this big presence. Um, oh, he he's, got taken, he's fucking huge. Mm-hmm. He got taken down by a wrestler. That's yeah. Good. So the wrestler wrestlers should be cut. No, no wrestlers. Well, it, that's the other thing where it's like I feel like you should have a. It, it, I do get it. You're coming up with a game show. Like, how do you do it? And and it maybe it is fair. You know, I I know nothing about nothing uh, about anything. Oh, uh, <laughs> but I feel like there should also be a couple challenges where it's like you lose one thing and you're out. When it's like I don't know, that wasn't that guy's challenge. Let's yeah. do another he, thing before we get so him out strong. here. Yeah, like let's let's get him in here somehow. I don't know. Let's get him back. <laughs> He's a sweet guy. <laughs> He's back. freaking hot it's, as it's, shit. It's so tricky hot. because we obviously were fans of the show. Um, so it's fine. It's just, you know, if we're if we're re- reviewing the show, 
you know, we can have some gripes and, you know, I like the fact that they started with a hundred. It was a little tedious to get through like, Jesus, how many are they going to fucking show of this yeah. like one-on-one thing? You know, it's just like, I don't need to see 75 people lose here. You know? <laughs> and it also affects how much you kind of get to know your, you know, who's going to be in it at the end. Right. So it's less personal. Cause like, even now I'm trying to remember like, who fucking won the show? Yeah, I, <laughs> I just know. went. It was the like the CrossFit snowboard snowboarder guy, right? That one. Snowboarder guy. Snowboarder guy. Yeah, I think it was the snowboarder guy. Snowboarder guy. <laughs> yeah, um, who eventually took up professional snowboarding. Yeah. Took up yeah. professional snowboarding. Get out of here. Betsy and I used to drink and go uh, skiing and snowboarding. It was a delight. <laughs> that is what what an encounter people must have had with you two. Absolutely. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I mean, geez. I mean, probably stuff they remember for the rest of their life and stories they still tell of like <laughs> this one time we were in we were in uh where would you guys like be sugar like sugar bowl or like boreal yeah, yeah boreal yes <laughs> yeah. you're 100 right yeah and these two fucking lunatics <laughs> with jeans on took sparks out of their jackets drank at the top of the hill <laughs> oh my god uh, you guys are very lucky <laughs> so aaron yes you're aaron yeah. you're 100 right oh my god i'm just like the stories flying through my mind yeah you're so you lucky. Think back and then you're but these were also like <laughs> one you're right but these were also like by the time we would get down most of the hill we would correct some open <laughs> you're lucky some fucking um optometrist didn't sue your ass um, <laughs> yeah. so, Hey, Aaron, uh, so you're, you just like giant, huge, Turn, turns, but with a heart of gold, Stanger, yes. all right. gold. <laughs> that is part of he it. Was the sweetest guy who was like, so uh, a gentle giant, like so it felt hot. like yeah. so, yeah. so hot, so like conventionally hot and big and but just so sweet. And he, I liked that he was like, I have to be strong enough. Cause this is how I kind of have to look at my life is like, I have a reason to be strong. So I, it's not, it, it started vain. Now it's more realistic, like what I really need. And to me, he was like, I have to be strong enough because my inmates are so freakishly strong. Mm. So I have to be stronger than them. And cool. then he got taken down right away and I was really upset. <laughs> I know, no. but it felt it felt a little unfair. Maybe I'm biased, yeah. but I was like, we're, we're getting I mean, I'm biased cuz I'm in love with him. Yeah. Aaron, <laughs> god, you're uh, so right. What about you? For me, for me, oh, for for attractive. I mean, I it's been pretty consistent for me. I love well-built muscle bush. Um, bush <laughs> uh for sure. Uh but hey, listen, do whatever you want. I mean, you know, for for people out there, you know, you shouldn't yeah. you shouldn't fucking you know, scape yourself to meet anybody's demands or whatever. I'm just saying personally, like what turned me on. Um <laughs> but uh you know, cause people want to know. Um and then uh for me, men and women, the more athletic, so the more those muscles can be used for something. I personally find aesthetically pleasing. I can definitely like appreciate like a bodybuilder. That's just 
slugging away at the gym and, you know, building symmetry and everything. But I don't look at like Olympia and Mr. Olympia and get lit up by that. But like somebody that's like a gymnast or martial artist or whatever. Martial artist? Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. Because it's uh, there's this balance. <laughs> Dancers, um, there's this balance to it because it's like the muscles are used. I, I don't know if it's some kind of primal thing because it's like, wow, this, I, I can... Like I get off on seeing somebody that's able to use their muscles for something. And then like, I remember like going to college and like seeing women, like I was finally seeing women with like giant asses. And I was like, holy Whoa. shit. Like this uh, <laughs> opened up like a whole world to me of like, I like big asses. Like this is interesting. Like this is fascinating like, about me. <laughs> hmm. Strange. But I didn't know because it's like you people's bodies changing. Like in high school, like everybody's just kind of built the same or, yeah. you know, occasionally there'd be like somebody who's voluptuous or whatever. But like college, I was really seeing like, God damn, this is, <laughs> I mean, this is, shit's fucking crazy. Look at these asses. Um, and so that kind of like awoke and like woke up something inside of me that's, you know, it's always stuck around. Um, I'm being really candid. Yeah. Well, I, I agree. It's also, again, not to bring it back to Lizzo, but like somebody who's like, you can sing, you can dance, you're playing the flute. Like you have stamina, uh, stamina, Jesus Christ. No, it's stamina. Yeah. (laughs) Don't worry. I set the tone with it. Yeah. Um, but like, uh, yeah, it, it is, uh, I guess I'm adding nothing other than like, uh, we're just getting excited. That's hard to do. Like, one of the things I've heard about like what training goes into like a person that sings and dances is like, you have to be able to run on a treadmill and sing. And I yeah, have tried our girl to Miley just, did, did that there was, she posted yes, videos of her doing yeah. that was pretty awesome. I think Beyonce has shown that like, but Lizzo d- has done it too. Like you have to be able to be that good with your cardiovascular ability that you can do those things. And I have tried on my little tiny treadmill in my house and it is so hard and I do this shit for a living. And they're just like, that's what they do for a living. So they have to be good at it. And it is, it is a very cool skill. And so of course you're freaking horny. And, and, and people who are confident in whatever that, that, you know, body is, I, and I know there's a lot that goes to that and that's a complicated thing, but also, yeah, we're talking oh, you like, like Kung Fu confident people. Wow. Well, what a, what a, what a share, Tony. I'm talking about like, Oh, you like big shit. asses. Oh man. Yeah. You're so vulnerable. I you're fucking so laid, laid my shit out there. I'll tell you this. I, I like, uh, I like, a, a not too scaped. I don't like a, a bush, um, uh, so yeah, I'll be, I'll be vulnerable. I'll say it. <laughs> we're talking bush likes. Well, right. we're uh, maybe a groomed bush would be <laughs> fine with me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I be think more if, you, if we're really going. talking about if, bodies, if you can, if you can just tell someone's taking care of themselves, whatever that looks like, they put I don't a know, little, like a fucking shaved dick is fucking great, weird. Like anybody's doing yeah. that. Like a guy that's fucking shaving all their shit. I mean, that's crazy. I've seen it a few times and I was like, <laughs> oh God. It looks like a Muppet I character. Will, like I will. Like, I appreciate it. It looks like yeah. Alf or something. Yeah. You're being really nice. I'll Tony. go. I, <laughs> I mean, I will go down on you, but. <laughs> but I didn't know this beforehand and all right. But I didn't, yeah. But now I think things, you know, but now yeah, I think things. Now it's a something's going on there. Me. 
Yeah, you get yeah. like a little fucking stubble goatee red patch. Yeah. <laughs> if What's you have from? stayed listening to this podcast long enough to get to where we talk Bush likes and dislikes, hit us up uh, on email. <laughs> hit us up wrap- on email. <laughs> yeah, we're going to wrap this thing up. But I, listen, I love I love the sharing and yep. um, yeah, it's good. It's, I uh, so people should check out Physical 100. Tony, where should people go if they're interested in learning more about you? The, this is a long you podcast. Plugs? You can also cut this, but I have to ask you, what are the best protein bars that you guys recommend? Ooh. Um, uh, aside uh, from if you guys have sponsors, I don't know. I no. mean, I, the, we had the Mosh ones sponsoring us yeah, for a while. Mosh those were pretty good. good. Yeah, yeah, those are good. Um, I just I I've been doing the think bars and I don't know the okay. all the specs on them but they hit what I need which is to feel like I'm having a a chocolatey treat. Yeah, I just had what, one of those last night. What are you looking for? Are you looking for lots of protein or are you looking for um more taste and and safe ingredients? I'm looking for safe ingredients that I could the Rx bars are I think a little too um I need a too little bit too much sugar. Not even sugar, a little bit more taste to them. I've had the um, uh, vegan, oh, keto, these keto bars. I'm not keto, but um, crisp or something. I don't don't know what they are, but those are delicious. But I, as, um, you know, vegetarian, I'm trying to get these proteins. I ideally would like to get it without a bar, but I've been leaning more on the the bars. And I I was just curious if you guys had a- are, uh, are you staying away from whey protein because of its um because it's a dairy derivative or are um you- I like the protein that I have which is a pea protein which is like Vega or something like that. God damn, we did the, it. We did the dang the dang product was good, wasn't that yeah. the dang product? Yeah, that's and that's um a vegan plant based yeah those are vegan protein. yeah and they tasted pretty good dang yeah, d a n g uh huh yeah right yeah we did those with Jackie yeah um, because she was. Who's like, uh, who's also vegan. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, those ones are good. I mean, you always take a little bit of hit on the sheer amount of protein. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're doing, you know, plant-based protein. Um, but those ones, those ones worked. And then, um, there's also, I'd have to research it, but they've figured out a way to get to kind of essentially grow way isolated, but they're not pulling from dairy specifically. Um, and I don't know if that's, yeah, I don't know if that's found its way into bar form yet, but it is, it is all the way properties and it's a completely sustainable source of way that's not using animal. Oh, great. I I love that. I'm also, yeah, not afraid of a a protein smoothie. Okay. I just have that quick question. Uh, nothing to plug. Uh, yeah, right. You got bangerang. You want to talk about bangerang? Uh, yes. Every fourth Friday at UCB. Um, so if it's the fourth Friday of the uh, month, go to UCB 830. 830. Check it out. Check it out. Nice. Um, if you guys want to get at us, you can reach us at askthedumbbells at gmail.com. You can brag to us there. It's a safe space. Um, you know, you don't have to share with us the body types or into maybe not. That's something hey, that's just for could, us and our though. guests, but you could. <laughs> uh and uh also, you know, send us suggestions. Physical one hundred was one something that people wanted. We're we're down. So workouts you want us to try. Any questions you got for us? Social media, Aaron, where they where can they find us? 
at the dumbbells. Get Cross at us. All the platforms. Every Woo. single one except TikTok. Yeah. But we're going to get on for that. Now. As yeah, soon as it's illegal, we'll get on it. Yeah, that's us. Uh, on behalf of myself and Aaron McGowan, the dumbbells, our wonderful guest today, Tony Charlene Ramos, we would like to remind everybody that's out there listening to train dirty, eat clean, and live in betwixt. Woo! That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>